have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, happy, happy holidays. The, the holiday season has started. I, Hanukkah has just ended, and now the whole Christmas season is here. Are you getting ready? Well, welcome, Power Partners. This is the Informational Playground, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're brought to the airwaves under the uh, species of Be the Star You Are charity. And I'm your host. I'm Cynthia Bryan. We are coming to you live on the Voice America Network, which is such a great show. And my engineer is Matt. So thank you, Matt, for taking care of me. So uh, we want to catapult you from wishing upon a star to imagining your dreams as if you have already achieved all of them. Because as I always say, you are the writer, producer, director, and star of your own life. The show today, uh, we're going to kind of jump all over the place. We're doing lots of different things. And uh, we're going to talk in the first segment about autumn because we are in the last few weeks of autumn. But depending where you live, you can probably still plant and you can reseed your garden. There's uh, lots of different things that you can probably still do. So we want to make sure that uh, you have all the tools you need. And if you are in snow country already, then, um, you know, it's time to bundle up. That's what you're going to have to do. In segment two, we're going to talk about tipping for the holidays. Are you kind of baffled by that whole etiquette? Are you supposed to tip extra? I mean, who do you do it? Uh, what are the things that you need to do? I'm going to refer to Emily Post's great-granddaughter to give a heads up on that. And are you kind of cringing sometimes saying, oh, my aching back? Uh, We can really tend to our spine and back issues with self-care, exercise, and good posture. But when you're in pain, you might need to seek medical attention. We're going to talk about back basics because now while you're out there, you know, putting up Christmas decorations and Christmas lights and all of those things, I bet you you can be straining your back. I know I have. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. You can visit the website, bethestarur.org, and it is from Malcolm Forbes. Too many people overvalue what they are not and undervalue what they are. I think, in other words, he's saying, be the star you are. We are all unique. We're all individuals, and we all have something to offer, so don't undervalue yourself. Well, Santa Day at 5A was great fun on Saturday. We had dogs and uh, and lots of families and lots of little kids. And we even had a five-month-old baby. And we had the cheerleaders from the local school. Everybody wanted to come and see Santa. I think it's been a couple of years. 
because of the pandemic that we, you know, nobody's been able to have any of these festivities. So it was really, it was a great day. It was um, safe. We wore masks. It was outside, but it really was terrific. You know, lots of treats for the kids, hot cocoa, goodie bags, and everything was free. So thanks to 5A Rent-A-Space and thanks to Mark Hogue's uh, team at State Farm Insurance for sponsoring our Be The Star You Are uh, festivities. So that was um, really important to us. So visit be the star you are.org. Well, as I said, without a doubt, fall is almost out, right? Emily Bronte wrote this poem, fall leaves, fall die, flowers away, lengthen night and shorten day. Every leaf speaks bliss to me, fluttering from the autumn tree. Well, here in California, the leaves are still fluttering from the trees. The colors have been spectacular for the last month. Um, I have just enjoyed it so, so much. The reds, the orange, the crimsons. But um, without a doubt, autumn is just a beautiful time of year. There's cooler weather. There's that spectacular, ever-changing foliage. What I can't get used to, though, is the early setting sun. The dark skies at 5 p.m. as we enter December. My circadian rhythm is just out of sync. I mean, I'm a, I'm a night person, but normally I just, um, you know, I spend my time out, it, out when I get home from work, I, out in the garden until 9, 9.30, until it's dark. Well, now it's dark at 5. And so, gosh, you feel like it's midnight and you kind of think, I'm tired, but you're not really tired. So... My preference has always been to work as late as possible um, in the summer, but in the winter, that really crimps my style, and it leaves me with long to-do lists because I feel as soon as it gets really dark that, you know, I kind of start winding down, so I've got more to do. Now, this past week, the newspaper um, publishers that I write for and I, I received an email from the editor of a do-it-yourself garden authority from New Zealand, who has been reading my Digging Deep, um, Growing with the Goddess Gardener columns in the newspaper. And she sent a link to their fall garden information. And so I have posted it in my blogs because it was so great to know that the fall for New Zealand is the same kind of things that we have here. So there was all kinds of planting and what you could do, um, put in that perfect location. So I was very honored and thrilled to know that the, my columns are being read in the Southern Hemisphere. And if you want to check out that column, you can uh, go to CynthiaBryan.com and click on the garden articles and you'll see the link to the handy DIYHome.com um, website. Now, since the weather is warm and mild, it really, especially here in in California and a lot of the West Coast, I was just talking today to some good friends in uh, Minnesota, and it is snowing there. So they're in the snow, and it's cold. So that's not the same as California. We It did start it's kind of overcast as I look out the window right now, and it's sprinkling, and we really do need the rain. I understand that in the Sierras, it's supposed to start snowing, and they're so excited because everybody wants snow for Christmas. But if you were in Southern California 
or even parts of Northern California, it would still be okay for you to seed or reseed before the cold sets in, if that is for your lawns, because uh, once the cold sets in, the seed is not going to grow. And I have always liked Pearl's Premium. You can find it at pearlspremium.com. And supposedly, you could get 10% off at checkout with the code Black Friday. But I did have an email from um, from one of my column readers saying that it wasn't working. So I have an email into the, um, the founder of Pearl's Premium to find out what is the discount code. Unfortunately, in the past, they were able to offer bigger discounts to any of my garden clients or any of my listeners or readers, but two years of his work were just decimated, uh, resulting in costs escalating to over 300% due to the wildfires here in California and Oregon, because a lot of the seed stock right now comes from, from these areas, and it's a very unique seed. It goes into a mix. And uh, so there might not even be any, once he, whatever he has in the storeroom is gone, there may not be any more until 2023 or at least the end of 2022. So now because of the climate here, like yesterday it was in the 80s here. So I was still planting it and I was actually digging out a um, cottonwood tree that I had cut down a few years ago, but the the um, diameter was so big, I had kind of made it into a table, the bottom part of it. But it finally just got eaten up by termites and it turned to pulp. And so yesterday I just chopped it all up and made mulch out of it. And it was just fantastic. I thought maybe that's why they call it cottonwood. It was just like this little fluffy cotton but the weather was really warm. Now, my jonquils, they have been blooming for the past month. If you're wondering what jonquils are, they are um, like paper whites. They're, uh, they're in the daffodil family, but they're very, very perfumey. They have this wonderful, wonderful smell. And normally, they're not supposed to be blooming until spring, but mine started in November. So what I keep doing is I just plant bulbs all year round here in California, and then they just seem to bloom whenever they want. Now, if you want to plant something that's going to be green all winter that you could use um, that would be edible, try planting some parsley. And you could plant it either in beds and put it between flowers or put it in containers. I, I really love having a container next to the kitchen because not only is it uh, beautiful, you know, it's all fluffy. It looks kind of like like ferns. I mean, there's different kinds. You know, you can get the Italian. You know, you can get the crinkly. There's all different kinds. But there's that culinary interest. I've also been harvesting my Brussels sprouts. And I just planted new seedlings for a later harvest. And if you are looking for specimens uh, to plant now that are deer resistant, you could consider hosta and fern for shade. You could do corabels, boxwood, uh, wigella, butterfly bush. But keep in mind that no plant is deer-proof. Now, succulents are also available in many varieties and colors. And they are an excellent choice, especially in the West here, because we have a drought-ravaged land. Now, 
We have to also prepare for winter. Obviously, if you're in snow country and listening to me, you already have done all these things because, you know, snow is out there. You can't do anything else in your garden now. But for those of us who still have some warmer weather, we do have a few more tasks this autumn to ensure a beautiful spring vegetation. Now, we had that rain, uh, when was that, a month ago now? It was... um, it wasn't just a rain, it was a, a torrent. It was called an atmospheric river and a bomb cyclone. I had never heard of these things, but it was just a torrent of water where we flooded. So um, I actually, when that happened, um, I actually went out and reseeded in the rain and it worked well. But it also means that weeds have sprouted everywhere. So if you can get out there and pull out the weeds as soon as possible, because they actually are going to zap all the juice and uh, fertilizer and all of that from your plants. So, you know, you want to, you want, besides being unsightly, um, they can also provide shelter for overwintering uninvited insects, and they can also contribute to diseases. So pull them out while the soil is still soft and malleable. And once it hardens, the job is just so much harder. And also, you want to remove any dead or diseased plants. And when substantial rain arrives, that would encourage fungus growth. So get rid of it now. If you have lemon trees that a lot of, there's a lot of dead wood, you know, do you want to get in there and just clean clean out all the dead wood? I know my Meyer lemon has um, dead branches in it or dying branches. And what's happening is the... Um, the tree is sending like all its energy to those branches because they do have some fruit on them, but they're not thriving. So I need to cut them out so that, you know, the energy will be more well balanced. Now, if you want to add more nitrogen to your beds, you could plant a cover crop of vetch or rye or oats or any other legume. And in the spring, just dig it into the soil. The farmer's almanac encourages protecting fruit trees from winter hungry rodents by installing a guard of fine mesh hardware around the base of the trees. So that might be a good thing to do if you have a lot of uh, squirrels, rats, mice, rabbits, any of those that are going to come and I know get to your trees. And here are some just last-minute chores before fall falls into winter. So you want to fertilize your trees while they're dormant. Underground, the roots are active and they can use the nutrient boost. And if you have things that are smaller or aren't, don't seem to be thriving, you probably need to do a deep soaking fertilizer. Take cuttings of coleus, pelagonians, geraniums before you prune them back for the winter. So you can put the stems in a jar of water and when they root, you just transplant them to use indoors. Also, you could, if you just want to plant these in other places, you can just uh, prune them and then you can just stick them in the ground and they, most of them will grow. It is time to divide your uh, peonies, your daylilies and your bearded iris if you didn't do it last month. You can exchange with friends or you can find some new needy places in your garden. You want to continue reusing any gray water for outdoor container plants that won't benefit from any weather, uh, rainy weather because we want to save every single drop. It is crucial because we are definitely not out of the drought woods. 
And you want to protect your roses from extreme temperature changes by covering plants with 8 to 10 inches of mulch around the crown. You can add non-breakable decorative ornaments to trees and shrubs as festive garden features. I'm doing like non-breakable great big bulbs. I hung them on ribbons from all my trees and shrubs. It just, you know, it just makes the house look or the garden look festive when everything else is kind of dreary. Uh, Cover your frost-prone plants, such as bougainvillea, with burlap. Clean out your gazebos, decks, patios, porches, fountains, stairs, bricks, and other structures. And make sure to rake any debris from gravel paths, because otherwise all those leaves, it's just going to make dirt, and you're just going to get more, more weeds. So fall gardening is a wonderful way to reap the benefits of nature, and studies show that spending time outdoor it decreases our levels of the hormone cortisol. It also lowers our blood pressure. It reduces other markers of stress. And the reward is relaxation. So when you're working in the garden, you're actually exercising, which is a critical pillar of optimum health. And going outside encourages you to get up and get going. In other words, you're moving. So physical activity is absolutely paramount to optimum health, and we need to stay healthy this season. So spend some time in green spaces to reduce your anxiety because the magnificence of nature lowers our levels of inflammation in the body, and pollution is the culprit for many illnesses, including respiratory problems, cancer, heart disease. So as I always say, just breathe in that fresh air and experience the awe of autumn. And as we watch the final fluttering of autumn leaves, let your garden be a natural prescription to lower your stress and heighten the excitement for the forthcoming holiday season. And just, um, you know, an unabashed commercial for my books. If you are shopping for gifts that just keep on giving year after year, books are the answer. So you can purchase any of my award-winning books from CynthiaBryan.com the online hyphen store. Just go to CynthiaBryan.com and you'll see Star Style Store. Just click on it. And the proceeds benefit the literacy charity, Be the Star You Are. And um, you're going to receive a plethora of additional gifts with every purchase, including an audio CD that you will love. I just mailed a few hundred dollars worth of books off today. To, um, to people in the Midwest, and I hope that they will enjoy them. So when we come back from break, we're going to um, be talking about tipping for the holidays, what you can do, might do, should do, or decide not to do. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'll be back, and I hope you'll be back with me. Don't go away. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. 
lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, we are back, and we are making plans for the holidays here. I think everybody is. The holiday cards are coming in the mail, and uh, people are... I can, as I drive around, the lights are up and people are in a festive mood. It seems like there's a lot of people out shopping. So one of the things that people always ask about is what are you supposed to do as far as tipping for the holiday? You know, for people who work with you, like maybe your mailman or the the garbage people, or if you have a house cleaner or a gardener, whatever it is. And the pandemic really changed the rules for when to tip and how much. So what are we supposed to do? Nobody really knows. I mean, obviously, be as generous as you as you possibly are able, and that's always a good thing. But Lizzie Post is the great-great-granddaughter of Emily Post. That's amazing. Great-great-granddaughter. And Emily Post, as you probably know, she was like the etiquette queen. She wrote, you know, Emily Post's um, etiquette columns and people just lived by them. I mean, she even would tell you how to set a table. I remember when I was a little girl, we had to learn how to set a proper table with, (laughs) we actually had a ruler where we would measure how far the plate could be from the end of the the table and on the placemat and where each fork and all that it actually came in very handy because to this day I'm a very great table setter (laughs) or I should say I'm very proper I'm etiquette wise proper but anyway getting back to tipping it it tipping is obviously optional but sometimes it really isn't under certain circumstances because some people's pay is actually based on the expectation that part of their income is going to come from tips. 
And I think we know that from uh, people who work in restaurants. They're usually very, very, uh, servers are very low paid. And I know that when I was a waitress and a server, um, you know, I wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for tips. So this that way, it was a good idea to have a good personality and to want to serve people well. So some people, obviously, they really are depending on those. And so hopefully they're giving you good enough service that you would tip them appropriately. Now, the 20th edition of Emily Post's Etiquette, this is a book, suggested that 15 to 20% is just a rough standard. But there are lots of situations where you can tip less, such as if you're just picking up your coffee, you know, or you're picking up takeout. Or, but in general, if you tip less than 15%, you should probably go and have a conversation with the manager to explain why you felt the need to tip that amount. And I'm obviously, I'm talking about if you were at a restaurant, because they would need to know. Now, I know that we have been, most of the time when I've been out to a restaurant, and I haven't been throughout this pandemic, I think only three times throughout these last two years, but um, but in the past is almost all the servers are really great. But once in a while, you get somebody who's having a bad day and they're kind of gnarly and, you know, you either get the wrong order or it doesn't come <laughs> in any time frame or when it comes, it's cold or whatever, or they're just not very nice to you. So in those circumstances, you know, you might want to let somebody else know or let that person know why you're going to tip less. So how does tipping change around the holidays, though? So tipping around the holidays is really about thanking those service providers that have helped you throughout the year. Now, when you think about who are those service providers, that could be your dog walker. If you have a regular babysitter or you have a nanny or your trash collector, or your mail person, or if you have an at-home health care provider. These may be people you tip throughout the year as well, but it's like that bonus that you show that shows that you really appreciate the help that they have provided throughout the year. Now, obviously, your budget is going to dictate how many service providers you're able to tip and the amounts that you give. So definitely look at your budget. And if you are, you have a partner or you're married or, or you know, you are cohabiting with some, uh, some other people, you might want to share this tipping. Or maybe you're going to make cookies for somebody. But, you know, you do want to show your appreciation. So how should you budget for holiday tipping? Think about budgeting for tipping throughout the year in the same way that you budget savings for presents for birthdays and holidays. So if you plan ahead, you'll be more thoughtful. And especially if you have uh, many service providers that uh, work for you. I mean, if you live in a big city like New York, you probably, you might have a doorman, you know. So a lot of people say, If you can afford the service, then you can afford the extra tipping that goes on top of it. But I do think that is kind of a tough position to put people in because sometimes we really need a service. You know, you have to have a service like a babysitter, 
But boy, babysitters are expensive. And just, you know, having that that, just having that service alone is enough and you really can't afford anything extra. Same goes with a house cleaner um, or someone that helps in your garden. Sometimes you just, you need whatever the help is, but you've already budgeted all you can. So you, you can't feel guilty about it. These are just suggestions. So what should you do if you can't afford to tip? Well, if you're not able to give tips, but you have been able to keep some service providers in your life, maybe write them a heartfelt card. And if you were able to tip last year, but you're not able to tip this year, it's okay to mention that, that, you know, it's been a, it's been a rough year. So it's okay to let people know that this year is different. And as I said, you know, sometimes people really do appreciate something that is homemade. So maybe you, um, you know, I, I know a neighbor brought up a jar of homemade quince jam. I love that. I thought that was just so sweet. So maybe you want to make some kind of um, a lavender spray, a pillow spray, or whatever it is that you're good at. Again, cookies are always welcome. Now, the pandemic has put a lot of pressure on the frontline workers. And who should we give a little extra to this year? So a group that that is added to the list recently would definitely be grocery delivery people. I mean, this is a kind of service that boomed this year because of the pandemic. So uh, and not just uh, grocery delivery, but food delivery. Um, It's like DoorDash and all these companies that people were, um, you know, they had to bring you your food and it was it was touchless. So you would pay in advance. You actually added tip in advance, uh, all of that. So if you use a curbside pickup or grocery delivery regularly, giving a tip with a card during the holiday season is a really nice thing to do. And I also think it's important that you can recognize staff workers in your apartment building, as I was saying earlier, because a lot of uh, people who live in apartments, there are Many different service providers that work there that are helping. It might be a janitor. It might be somebody at the garage, whatever. And so don't forget about them. It's pretty easy to overlook, especially if they're on the night shift, right? Those workers you don't usually run into. But, boy, security guards, all of that, it's helpful. Now, are there special rules and policies for certain kinds of workers that we need to look out for. And yes, there are. So it is a good idea to find out whether tipping is an allowed practice for any particular industry. Now, one that um, I really want to mention is the post office, because I'm literally at the post office every day, either shipping books that people have ordered from me or shipping books for Be The Star You Are to disaster relief or to organizations that need books. And these postal workers are just so great. And I I know them all. They all know me. And I like to give them something. However, the post office has a, a rule. You can give a gift for the entire post office branch, such as something consumable, which is something I've done in the past, is bringing them a you know, a big platter of uh, fruits, uh, cheeses, candies, those kinds of things. 
Um, but for an individual poster worker, the gift has to be less than $20 in value. And it cannot be gift cards and it can't be anything that can be used as cash. It's not allowed. So you got to be really careful there. Um, I know when before I knew that rule, this is several years ago, I had uh, tried to give a gift and they could not accept it. So you just whatever the industry is that you're thinking of giving a gift or a tip in some way. Find out if it is even uh, allowed. And there are also some other uh, special rules like for trash collectors or delivery services such as FedEx or UPS. And, you know, you can always call the organization. That might be a smart thing to do is, you know, call a company and say that you were thinking of giving a tip, but you're not sure what the protocol is and if there were any rules or anything that you had to abide by. And that way you won't make any mistakes. And at the same time, you're going to be um, doing something that is very kind for other people. And again, I always, I guess because, you know, Be The Star You Are is a, a literacy charity, I am just really big on giving books because I think books are something that keep on giving. Somebody can read it, they can pass it on, give it to somebody else, or if they're putting it on their bookshelf, they can um, pass it on as a legacy. They can give it to their children or grandchildren. I know that I saved every book I had as a child, and I gave those books to my kids. And any books that they had, as well as mine from childhood, they can give to their kids. So, you know, it does just keep on giving. Now, before we go to our next break, I just found a few quotables that I thought were really fun that I wanted to um, bring out to you because some of them are funny and uh, I don't know, I just liked them. So this one is from Stephen King. One thing that I've tried to do is to keep my imagination young. Um, This is from the singer Debbie Gibson. Oh, and I should have prefaced this is um, the, the why it was quotable is about aging. So how do you feel about aging? And is there anything that you're doing about it? Not that any of us can really do anything about it. But singer Debbie Gibson, who is 51, said, if I'm out and about and I hear one of my early hits, I'm like, woohoo, I've made it. And I'm being played in a supermarket. Rita Moreno, who just had her 90th birthday, said, um, I'm a person whose biggest hobby is laughing. I love being raucous, which is one of the things that really annoyed my husband. Uh, singer Diane Warwick, who was 80. It's so hard to think these people are this old because I, when I think about them, I don't think about them being old. And like Rita Moreno is in the new West Side Story. So uh, singer Diane Warwick, who is 80, said, I haven't a clue as to what stress is. Spell my name right. That's all I want you to do. And Dick Van Dyke, do you remember him? I mean, doing um, tap dancing and in Mary Poppins. And he was so great. He is 95. And he said, I seldom get down or depressed. I don't want to waste a minute when I could be enjoying life. Elton John, who everybody knows, and He said he's retiring from performing now that he's 74. 
He said, the last time I have to sing Crocodile Rock, I will probably throw a party. I'm pretty sure he's pretty tired of singing that song. Oprah Winfrey is now 67. She says that I am not the best driver. I'm safe on two lane highways, but I might not ride with me if I were me. So there, if you ever get invited to ride with Oprah Winfrey, suggest that you ride instead. I mean, that you drive instead. Now, Owen Wilson, who starred with Vince Vaughn, who's 51, in Wedding Crashers, which was a really funny movie, said, Vince and I have been talking about when this pandemic ends, maybe crashing some weddings in real life just to celebrate a return to normalcy. I thought that was great. And speaking of crashing weddings, you might have seen something in the paper where there was a wedding happening in Santa Monica on the pier, that Santa Monica, California, recently. And uh, the, all of us, the, they were, the, the husband and wife were taking photographs, and they saw this old guy walking towards them, and they said to each other, who is this that's crashing our wedding pictures? And when he got close, it was Tom Hanks. And so they were so excited. Tom Hanks just wanted to wish him congratulations and tell them how beautiful they were. And what a wonderful surprise, right, on your wedding day to have Tom Hanks come and wish you a happy wedding and jump in your wedding picture with you. Well, when we come back from break, it's going to be back uh, basics. We're going to talk about how to manage our spine and our disc and do some self-care so that we don't get hurt this holiday season and that we can keep our back and spine healthy. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I'll be back in a bit. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Gift giving can stump you, especially during the holidays when it's time to buy a co-worker or an employee an, an you know, appropriate gift for these holidays. If you do a little homework, gift giving can become an important tool to enhancing your business relationship. A couple of things that may help is to choose gifts that will remind the recipient of your friendship. Consider their passions and interests by listening to what they like or find clues by peeking at their office space. Some gifts are always useful, such as photo frames, books, glassware, or even special teas or coffees. It's very important not to overspend on a business gift and to be appropriate in your choices of items. It can be very helpful to shop at a department store that offers a personal shopper. You want to express your price range, ages, personal preferences of the proposed recipients, but make sure to save your purchases for the right occasion. A special gift says, I care about you, and it's worth taking the time to invest in your alliances. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star you are. The star you are. 
The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out Well, I hope me. that you are having an excellent day and an excellent week as you prepare for this crazy busy holiday season. But, you know, we have to make sure that we can stay healthy during this. And part of that to stay healthy is your back needs to keep moving and your back needs to, to um, be strong. Now, whatever I'm going to tell you right now, just remember this is not a substitute for professional medical care because only your doctor can diagnose or treat a medical problem. So this is just some general information for self-care because the right kinds of motion are good for your back and it'll help keep it pain-free. If you move the wrong way, it can lead to back problems. And I am somebody that can tell you about that. Just last month, as I was packing hundreds of books, um, it was, I think, 37 cases that each weighed 60 pounds apiece um, into my vehicle to go out to those in need, to go to organizations and to go to disaster relief and to go to the homeless. It was part of the Christmas distribution. Something snapped um, in my back. I literally fell to the ground and I could not move for uh, several days. I mean, it was really scary. I thought I had done something really bad. I was, I had to crawl on my belly like a snake. I couldn't even stand up. So you do have to be really, really careful. For me, it was just too much weight that I was lifting and I, you know, I, I didn't listen to my back. Now, the good news is that many people with back problems, they can find relief through self-care. And I mean, I actually got my relief through self-care because ironically, when I called my um, physician, he was recovering from getting the COVID-19 vaccine and was having a really bad reaction, so he couldn't help me. So I really had to depend on myself. So I, I used many of these tips that I'm going to give you today. Now, just remember that a team approach to treatment that is with your doctor after your uh, back has, if you have a problem with it, has been diagnosed, that is going to be the best because a doctor can prescribe a treatment plan that's going to be right for you. And depending on what that problem is, your doctor may want you to work with a physical therapist or a chiropractor 
And an expert in safe movement and exercise, a physical therapist, can teach you easy techniques for self-care. And so if you use those techniques as directed, you might be able to improve your, your symptoms. And even in cases when surgery is needed, you're going to have to do self-care. It is going to be crucial to recovery. Now, you um, probably want to learn by, to start by learning about your spine because doing so can help you see how proper movement will protect your back. And then by using good body mechanics and doing certain exercises daily, you'll be able to move more safely. And when I talk about exercises, uh, I can just tell you from my own life, you know, one thing that I always thought I really needed to do were curl-ups, you know, every day so that it would keep my, my, um, my waist small and my abdomen tight and strong and keep my back muscles strong. But it turned out with the way my spine is that doing that, doing these sit-ups was really bad. I was actually hurting myself. So we, we do have to know what it is that we're doing. And a healthy spine supports the body while letting it move freely. And it does this with the help of three natural curves. Strong, flexible muscles help too. They support the spine by keeping its curves properly aligned. And the discs that cushion the bones of your spine, they also play a role in back health. And when all of these parts of the spine are healthy, the lumbar curve, which is your lower back, that's we, we most people get lower back pain, can support most of the body's weight without pain. And those three curves are the cervical curve, which is close up to the neck, the thoracic curve, which is the middle of the back, and then the lumbar curve, which is your lower back. And then, of course, we have our buttock muscles, our hamstring muscles, our quadriceps, and our abdominals. And we have to keep all of those um, strong. And the back's three natural curves are correctly aligned when the ears, the shoulders, and the hips are in a straight line. So the spine is made of bones, which we call the vertebrae, and the pads of soft tissue that are between are called the discs. These parts are arranged in the three curves, and when they are properly aligned, the curves will keep your body balanced, and then they also support your body when you move. Now, by distributing your weight throughout your spine, the curves will make back injuries less likely. So whatever I did when I was doing that lift, I obviously um, hurt one of the curves, and it obviously pinched a nerve that just crushed me to the ground. Now, the lumbar curve is definitely the hardest working part of the spine because it carries more weight and it moves the most. So we have to align this curve to help prevent damage to the vertebrae, the discs, and other parts of the spine. Now, the discs are, are cushioning. They are that soft pad of tissue that are between each vertebrae. The discs absorb the shock that's caused by movement. And each disc has a spongy center. They call it a nucleus and a tougher outer ring, an annulus. And the movement within the nucleus allows the vertebrae to rock back and forth on the discs. And that provides the flexibility that you need to bend and to move. So your disc, disc size, the shape, and the flexibility actually change throughout the day. And while you're sleeping, the nucleus fills with fluid. And that actually does increase pressure in the disc. 
and the fluid stays in the disc. But during the day, the movement pushes the fluid in and out of the nucleus, and that is what keeps the disc healthy. So the fluid is moving in and out of the disc. And I, it's, it's so fascinating when you learn about these things. Um, and hopefully it will help you, you know, stay healthy. Now, how does the spine become unhealthy? An unhealthy spine often starts with bad habits. And some of that is poor movement patterns, just like I did with moving those books. Probably posture as well. Those are common causes of back pain. And they can damage the spine or they can throw it out of alignment. And over time, the bad habits can cause your discs to wear out early. And I did have some real disc problems because of having grown up on the farm and ranch and living on a farm and doing all the heavy work and heavy lifting that I've done throughout my, um, my life. I did get bulging discs and irritated nerves and um, inflamed facets and, you know, all of those things that are not good. So it's, it's a, I'm kind of on a mission now to really take care of my back. And sooner or later, your poor posture will cause you pain. So if you slouch, you're putting pressure on the annulus. And an excessive lumbar curve can overload, and then that would inflame the facets. And as a result, the back muscles may tighten, or they'll spasm, or they'll even splint and protect the spine. And that is the, that's that pain that you feel. So discs will actually wear out over time. Normal aging often causes the discs to degenerate. And that's basically, it means that they're wearing out. But poor movement and posture problems actually speed up the process. So as the discs dry out and narrow, the vertebrae get closer together and then they get irritated. And then you can get what's called um, bone spurs. They're these bony outgrowths and they narrow a, um, the foramen, which is a process that's called stenosis. And what happens then is it irritates the nerves. So you get spinal stenosis. And the most common back problems occur when discs tear, they bulge, or they rupture. And in these cases, an injured disc can't cushion the vertebrae any longer, so it can't absorb the shock. And as a result, the rest of your spine may also weaken. And that will lead to pain, stiffness, and other symptoms. And of course, um, you know, you get it, you can get arthritis. So as your discs wear out over time, the bone spurs form and those growing, they irritate the nerves and inflame the facets and that causes the arthritis. And then that causes you to be um, unstable. So as a disc stretches, the vertebrae slip back and forth and that, push, that puts pressure on the annulus, which causes you to be instable. And then there's something called spondylolisthesis, And that is a crack or a stress fracture that develops in the vertebrae. And that puts pressure on everything, on the annulus. It stretches the disc. It irritates the nerves. And usually by the time that you'll, you're getting spinal stenosis and spondylolisthesis, you may end up having to have some kind of surgery. So you want to do what you can to um, 
<laughs> to keep your to keep your back healthy. Now, when do you call the doctor? You would call your doctor right away if you have back pain or any of the following. If you have any problems controlling your bladder or your bowels, you absolutely have to call the doctor. If you get numbness near your genital or rectal area, absolutely call your doctor. If you get extreme leg weakness, numbness, or constant leg pain, because you can get this terrible um, nerve pain goes down your legs, you got to find out, you have to get a diagnostic test. Or if you're getting fevers and chills and you don't really know why you're getting all those, you need to uh, call your doctor. And in the meantime, let's check your posture. So to improve your standing posture, breathe in deeply, relax your shoulders and hips. Think of the ears, shoulders, hips, ankles as a series of dots and then adjust your body to connect the dots in a straight line. And then you could do it now while I'm talking. Like I'll take a deep breath in and I'm just going to line my body. And then tuck your your buttocks in just a little bit if you need to. And then you'll see that you are in um, a good alignment. Now, again, if you find that you're having a lot of pain or you need to know some good healthy back exercises, I suggest that you contact your doctor and work with a physical therapist who can get you going. But in the meantime, if you want to um, have back, better back fitness, try to walk every day just a little bit, five to 10 minutes, or take three 10-minute walks every day. Uh, you know, Walk to visit a friend. And then make sure that you wear the right shoes. By wearing a good pair of walking or jogging shoes, they'll absorb the shock when your foot hits the ground, and that cushions your spine. Well, that's just a little bit of back health, and I want to thank you for being my listeners today and allowing me into your life every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Make sure that you are always tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. And then right here on the Voice America Network, there are always wonderful, wonderful broadcasts. Make sure to listen on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific to our, our teen show, Express Yourself. You can change your life. You can make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style Productions, visit CynthiaBryan.com. If you want to buy any of my books, uh, you just click on the Star Style store. To make a donation or get involved as a volunteer with Be The Star You Are nonprofit, empowering women, families, and youth through literacy and positive media, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Know you are already the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, but make sure to celebrate each moment of your life. And then read a book this week because a book is like a garden in your pocket. And until next Wednesday, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self. Have a wonderful week. Prepare for the holidays. Dream, create, inspire, make a difference. And thank you for being here with me on Star Style. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. 
been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.